Hello and welcome back, my anointed God-fearing podcast listeners. David here at Insightful Devotion. I hope and pray that everyone is doing great and is ready to hear an encouraging, life-changing, and uplifting word the Lord has given me to share with you all. Well, Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 5 tells us, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Amen. And with that being said, let us go before the Lord in prayer before we get any further in today's episode. Gracious Father, at times we can become blind to our own ways, not realizing that we have become prideful. And other times we have willingly and knowingly said and have done things, understanding that pride has dwelt within our hearts, lying and deceiving us. For your word declares that pride falls before destruction. But if we remain humble, you will exalt us. So today, Father, I'm asking that you would expose the pride in our lives, along with anything else that you want us to be aware of. And when you make it known to us, Father, may we receive your words by responding with our actions and becoming humble and submissive to you. It's in Jesus name I pray and say thank you. Amen. So how often have you heard someone say, I did this. I've done that. I have the ability to do this whenever I want to. I have one of those and mine is better than yours. I don't know how people would make it without me. I, I, I. Well, there's nothing wrong with being confident, but there is something extremely wrong when it is pride. Because whenever we hear those words from someone or if we say those words as well and our actions follow that and we start becoming self-centered, we are going to have a great fall that's coming because eyes can never stand before the I am that I am. Meaning pride has entered our hearts, which leads to our falling for the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, pride precedes a disaster and an arrogant attitude precedes a fall. And in Matthew chapter 23, verse 12, it says, whoever honors himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be honored. Now, there is nothing wrong in giving honor to people and respecting them. But we are not to idolize them, including the achievements that we've been blessed to achieve, because that can become an entryway for pride to enter our hearts, which is why Romans chapter 13, verses seven through eight tells us how to go about honoring and respecting others. It says, pay everyone whatever you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay them. If you owe tolls, pay them. If you owe someone respect, respect that person. If you owe someone honor, honor that person. Pay your debts as they come due. However, one debt you can never finish paying is the debt of love that you owe each other. The one who loves another person has fulfilled Moses's teachings. Now, one thing in regards to pride is that like all sin, it has its passions and desires, as mentioned in Galatians chapter five, verse 24, saying those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their corrupt nature along with its passions and desires. Meaning the flesh gives temporary passions and desires that will later leave us with regrets. And if we constantly feed our flesh, we will repeat those cycles of sin and strongholds cannot be broken in our lives. 
because Romans chapter six, verses 16 says, don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Whereas the Holy Spirit helps us in having self-control when we adhere to it, because Galatians chapter five, verses 25 through 26 says, since we are living by the spirit, let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. And Romans chapter six, verse 18 says, you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. So if we are struggling with pride in our lives and are wanting a change to becoming truly humble in Christ, what do we do and how do we go about doing that? Well, Hebrews chapter 11, verse six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And James chapter one, verses five through eight says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Which means in order for us to stop being prideful, we must go before God, ask him for his help by us leaning into God's understanding, by receiving what he instructs us to do, believing that it will come to pass and that we live it out by speaking things that aren't as if they are, because life and death are in the power of the tongue, meaning that God has given us the ability to speak life in every way by acknowledging that we are receiving the humbleness that comes from him and giving him our burdens that come from pride and everything attached to it. Because our minds are being transformed and our actions will reflect what we have received from God as we continue to live it out, declaring with our tongues that as the Lord has said it, it will be so because his words will not return empty, but will do what it is sent out to do. Now, to further illustrate the dangers of being prideful, the Bible tells us of King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter four in its entirety on how God humbled King Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel chapter four reads like this saying, King Nebuchadnezzar to those of every people, nation and language who live on the whole earth, may your prosperity increase. I am pleased to tell you about the miracles and wonders the most high God has done for me. How great are his miracles and how mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an eternal kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. I Nebuchadnezzar was at ease in my house and flourishing in my palace. I had a dream and it frightened me while in my bed. The images and visions in my mind alarm me. So I issued a decree to bring all the wise men of Babylon to me in order that they might make the dreams interpretation known to me. When the magicians, mediums, Chaldeans, and diviners came in, I told them the dream, but they could not make its interpretation known to me. Finally, Daniel named Belteshazzar after the name of my God and the spirit of the holy gods is in him came before me. I told him the dream Belteshazzar. Head of the magicians, because I know that you have the spirit of the holy gods and that no mystery puzzles you. Explain to me the visions of my dream that I saw and its interpretation and the visions of my mind. As I was lying in bed, I saw this. There was a tree in the middle of the earth and it was very tall. 
The tree grew large and strong. Its top reached to the sky and it was visible to the ends of the earth. Its leaves were beautiful. Its fruit was abundant and on it was food for all. Wild animals found shelter under it. The birds of the sky lived in its branches and every creature was fed from it. As I was lying in my bed, I also saw in the visions of my mind a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven. He called out loudly, cut down the tree and chop off its branches, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the animals flee from under it and the birds from its branches, but leave the stump with its roots and the ground and with the band of iron and bronze around it and the tender grass of the field. Let him be drenched with dew from the sky and share the plants of the earth with the animals. Let his mind be changed from that of a human and let it be given the mind of an animal for seven periods of time. This word is by decree of the watchers and the decision is by command from the holy ones. This is so that the living will know that the most high is ruler over human kingdoms. He gives them to anyone he wants and sets the lowliest of people over them. This is the dream that I, King Nebuchadnezzar, had. Now, Belteshazzar, tell me the interpretation, because none of the wise men of my kingdom can make the interpretation known to me. But you can, because you have a spirit of the holy gods. Then Daniel, whose name is Belteshazzar, was stunned for a moment, and his thoughts alarmed him. The king said, Belteshazzar, don't let the dream or its interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, My lord, may the dream apply to those who hate you and its interpretation to your enemies. The tree you saw which grew large and strong, whose top reached to the sky and was visible to the whole earth, and whose leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant, and on it was food for all. Under it the wild animals lived, and in its branches the birds of the sky lived. That tree is you, your majesty, for you have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown and even reaches the sky and your dominion extends to the ends of the earth. The king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven and saying, cut down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump with its roots in the ground and with a band of iron and bronze around it in the tender grass of the field. Let him be drenched with dew from the sky and share food with the wild animals for seven periods of time. This is the interpretation, your majesty, and this is the decree of the Most High that has been issued against my lord, the king. You will be driven away from people to live with the wild animals. You will feed on grass like cattle and be drenched with dew from the sky for seven periods of time until you acknowledge that the Most High is ruler over human kingdoms and he gives them to anyone he wants. As for the command to leave the tree's stump, with its roots, your kingdom will be restored to you as soon as you acknowledge that heaven rules. Therefore, may my advice seem good to you, my king. Separate yourself from your sins by doing what is right and from your injustices by showing mercy to the needy. Perhaps there will be an extension of your prosperity. All this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar at the end of 12 months as he was walking on the roof of the royal palace in Babylon the king exclaimed, Is this not Babylon the great that I have built to be a royal residence by my vast power and for my majestic glory? While the words were still in the king's mouth, a voice came from heaven, King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is declared that the kingdom has departed from you. 
You will be driven away from people to live with the wild animals, and you will feed on grass like cattle for seven periods of time until you acknowledge that the Most High is ruler over human kingdoms, and he gives them to anyone he wants. At that moment, the message against Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from people, he ate grass like cattle, and his body was drenched with dew from the sky until his hair grew like eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. But at the end of those days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, looked up to heaven and my sanity returned to me. Then I praised the Most High and honored and glorified him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion and his kingdom is from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are counted as nothing and he does what he wants with the army of heaven and the inhabitants of the earth. There is no one who can block his hand or say to him, what have you done? At that time, my sanity returned to me and my majesty and splendor returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. My advisors and my nobles sought me out. I was reestablished over my kingdom and even more greatness came to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise, exalt, and glorify the king of the heavens because all his works are true and his ways are just. He is able to humble those who walk in pride. And that's why the scripture from Matthew chapter 23, verse 12, as I mentioned earlier, says, whoever honors himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be honored. So today, will you allow the Lord to do a new thing within you? Proverbs chapter 12, verse 5 says, the thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceit. The choice is up to you. However, pride will scream out to you saying, you're not prideful and you don't need to change. And if that's our response today, that means we're leaning into our own understanding. Whereas if we ask God to search our hearts and reveal the changes in our hearts he wants to make in and through our lives, then we're leaning into God's understanding, being obedient, submitting to God, resisting the devil. And at the right time, God will exalt us because we're remaining in him. And Psalms 25, 9 says he guides the humble and what is right and teaches them his way. And we know his ways lead to victory because Psalms 149 verse four says this for the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. So be wise in your decision today if you're wanting to be prideful or humble, because Proverbs chapter 11, verse two says arrogance comes, then comes shame. But wisdom remains with humble people. And Proverbs chapter three, verse 34 says this. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. So while you're making a decision that is truly life changing, let us go before the Lord in prayer, because one day when God cracks the sky open and returns to get his children and take us up to live with him for eternity. The Bible says in Philippians chapter two, verses nine through eleven. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. So you can bow down now today willingly and remain humble in him, receiving the finished work of Jesus Christ. Or you can bow down later on forcefully on that great and terrible day 
and time will be no more, and eternity is all that it will ever be. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us. We need you right now, Father. Have mercy on us for allowing pride to consume us from thinking we are better than others, believing our own lies, doing things our way by turning away from you and thinking nothing of it. Well, today in this very moment, we say thank you, Father, for speaking to us through today's message, reminding us of your goodness and love for us, that you are patient, not wanting anyone to perish, but to live in eternity with you. So we receive your forgiveness, your mercy, your grace. And I say thank you for your blood that is so powerful. It cleanses us, making us whiter than snow and purifying us because you have called us to live holy, pure, blameless and faultless. And for that, we say thank you. So, Father, when the enemy tries to bring condemning and shameful reminders of our prideful past, we declare your word and that we are new in Christ. Old things have passed and are no more and the new has come. So we thank you for showing us your love and kindness continually. It's in the name that has all power, the name that is above every name. It's in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray and say thank you. Amen. Well, I hope you've gotten something out of today's message. And if you did, feel free to leave us a review or rate us and give us five stars and share this podcast with someone, whoever it may be, whether it's a loved one or an enemy, because someone needs to hear this message and know that God loves them and has great things in store for them that are exceedingly abundantly above more than they can ever ask, think or imagine. And remember, if you are ever in need of prayer and would like us to pray for you, if you have a praise report and would like to share it with us so it can be on this podcast, or even if you have a question, please be sure to contact us at insightfuldevotion at gmail.com. So until next time on Insightful Devotion Podcast, remember to remain humble in Christ, because if we are exalting ourselves, we become prideful. However, if we remain humble in Christ, he will exalt us at the proper time. So I pray God's best for you and your loved ones and the plans he has laid out before you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Amen. Hey, and as I always say, be blessed, stay blessed because you are blessed.